Hello and welcome to Hackerank Radio. This is your host Adil Bandukwala. I'm stoked to have with us today John Stecker, who is Senior Managing Director and the Chief Technology Officer of Blackstone. John is responsible for all aspects of technology across Blackstone and advises the firm's investment teams as well as acts as a resource to portfolio companies on technology-related matters. Before joining Blackstone, John was Managing Director, Chief Technology Officer, and Chief Innovation Officer at Barclays, based in New York. He was also a member of the Barclays Technology Management Committee. John's also held a number of senior roles at Goldman Sachs and IBM. Very excited to have you with us today, John. Thank you so much for making time. Not a problem at all. Happy to be here. All right, John, the theme of our podcast today is scaling developer hiring to create positive economic impact and long-term value at Blackstone. Let's start this conversation, John, by understanding what is Blackstone and what do you do in your role as Chief Technology Officer there? Blackstone is one of the world's leading investment firms. We have over $500 billion under management. And what we seek out from like an actual corporate perspective is to create positive economic impact and long-term value for our investors and the companies we invest in, as well as like the communities that we work. So as chief technology officer, I'm responsible for all aspects of technology across Blackstone. So this is everything from, you know, data centers all the way up into custom applications that we actually develop for our professionals or for our investors. And then also I work a lot with, and this is something that's very unique to Blackstone, is I work with our actual investment teams, right? So a lot of the investments that we make are in companies that are either centered around technology or have large technology teams inside of them. So the technology team inside of Blackstone does a lot of work integrated with our investment professionals to really kind of move forward the investment process that we have, right? So our mission overall across the 600 top technologists that we have located around the world is to provide every Blackstone professional investor and portfolio company with best-in-class solutions that enable productivity and help all of us generate better returns for our investors at the end of the day. What's your vision for Blackstone Technology and Innovations? I want Blackstone and Blackstone Technology and Innovations to be viewed as a firm that has like best-in-class technologists and teams when compared to other leading companies in the financial services sector. So it's important to me that folks are like interested, they have an inherent kind of curiosity about financial services and they're world-class engineers. So that's really like, you know, what I'm looking for across the board to build up as we're hiring here over the next few years, bringing in people into the firm that all have that mindset. That to me is like absolutely paramount, right? Our technology team plays a key role in enabling Blackstone to continue to advance its position as one of the top investment firms in the world. And to continue to do that, there's really a couple of different vectors that are like super important to me right now, right? So number one is we're able to build tools, deploy tools, and deploy systems that empower our professionals across a number of different lines of businesses, including ourselves, to be as productive as possible, right? So the more productive we make our people, the more hours we shave off of people's day having to do monotonous tasks, the more time that they can spend thinking about innovating, thinking about new investments, thinking about how to actually work with companies to derive more value. So time is the one element in life you never get back. And so to me, that's what a lot of technology is, is enabling people to have more time to do better work when you're in the office. You know, if it's at home, it's spend more time with your family doing other things that you're passionate about, right? So that to me is something that is one of the very 
key things that we're after. And one of the like key elements of the vision that I have is making people more productive inside of the firm daily, right? Another big one is our cybersecurity practice, protecting our clients' information, protecting our people's information is absolutely paramount. So we continue to bolster that team. I believe we have a world-class team in financial services in our cybersecurity team as it is today. We continue to double down on that. We continue to, in my opinion, you know, from a vision perspective, is drive security into the thought process and kind of the day-to-day of everything we do. Security, a lot of times, is like an unseen control. But from a developer perspective, it's something that you do want to have folks have it front of mind. From an engineering perspective, same thing, right? You want to have security front of mind so that you're doing the right thing when you're deploying a system, writing some new application, et cetera. So, you know, continuing to really work on that and evolve that forward as kind of the threat landscape changes, which it is every single day, right? And then like the second to last thing that I have is, you know, really becoming more data centric from a company perspective. Blackstone, as a private equity firm, we own either completely or like partially, you know, a number of firms in the outside world that all generate very interesting data that can actually help us improve the performance of those companies. We can up-level that even further than what it is, leveraging data across our technology estate to ensure that we're protecting the firm more from the cyber side, as well as actually driving down bugs, driving down incidents, driving down service outages, et cetera leveraging that a lot more is something we're after. And then lastly, from the data side is, you know, really being able to actually take a lot of like the historical data, right? Like most of us in our lives, we learn by experience over time. Firms are very much the same way. Blackstone has a ton of knowledge inside of it. The firm has learned as time has gone. The employees have learned as time has gone on because they've seen a lot of things. What I want to do is systematize that knowledge so that the newest analyst coming in basically starts at the same level of knowledge as the senior associate or you know senior managing director that we've had that has the value of 20 years of hindsight and experience and that to me is how you empower a company to make like you know unbelievably accurate precise decisions in the future so that's the data centric part of it the fourth element really is is you know continue to actually become a better team Teamwork is is kind of key to me across the board. I, to me, it's the most important thing that like all of us from a human level on the team need to do. It's like you need to work hard, you need to have hard conversations, but ultimately, like you need to have each other's back throughout the whole thing, and you need to work for each other. And so, like continuing to build out a team that actually has, you know, what I consider to be like a little bit more of like a special ops, like, you know, in the military mindset towards each other, which is you are the team, you work for each other, and it's you and the folks around you that need to get through it together. And so the more you work for each other, the higher the probability of that is. That's what I want to instill more with folks here as well. So that is my vision for kind of where I want to take technology innovations here. It's not like it's a 30-page document. It's really, you know, four points to go off and crush over the next few years. That's awesome, John. You made a very impressive point where you introduced the whole data element because, you know, just uh, this morning I was on Twitter and somebody put this, and I don't remember who put this there. They said, data is the new oil and analytics is the combustion engine. So, you know, 100% with you there. And very interesting where you talked about how you're trying to collate all of that data and all of that amazing insights that are already there at Blackstone 
and put it together so a developer who comes in can have access to all of those and start from there. That is a massive advantage. You know, it's like you're in an F1 race and you're starting P1 instead of P10 when you're like a new driver. So again, fascinating insight there, John. Let's go a little deeper and understand what are your core values and how are they weaved into the Blackstone technology and innovations? The core values that we have here inside of Blackstone and specifically inside of the Blackstone Technology and Innovations Organization is that we're forward-thinking problem solvers who can take projects from idea to implementation. And I think that that's a very important thing where you can actually work together with folks on the business side, folks on the finance side, I mean, sometimes customers and clients of the firm, as well as portfolio companies, you can take their ideas, distill them down and actually build what matters to them, right? That's really kind of one of the core things that we do here. And you have to have forward thinking people, people that can understand the problem space and want to work in it to execute on that. We have a very open culture that empowers our colleagues to grow, share ideas and make significant impact to the firm. So from day one, joining the firm and analysts can come in and have an impact. We're a small team, you know, 600 people isn't small by uh, any standards, but overall, the impact that somebody joining the firm here can have day one versus at like a classic technology company like is outsized. And so I think that that's something that like to me is a core value is like everybody should be able to from day one contribute to the success of the firm. And they should feel that and be able to, you know, like I said, execute on it. Our values involve openness, excellence and teamwork, identifying diverse business challenges across the firm and building the right solutions to drive Blackstone success. Sometimes it's building the solutions, sometimes it's bringing the solutions in from outside, right? So that's something I think that good engineers should do is be able to balance those things. We prioritize our clients' needs. Being a team player is absolutely paramount in this organization, just because you have to work with so many diverse professionals across the organization. You have to really be able to understand them and work together, know what you bring to the table and what you're good at or what you're not good at. So that's something that I think is key. And then always looking for ways to improve current processes with innovative solutions. I think that's something that, you know, across the board, we look for in terms of a value of a person that's coming in is, you know, how inquisitive are they at actually wanting to really move forward kind of some of the processes that are here and optimize them to enable people to free up time, enable us to free up capital, et cetera. Awesome. You touched a little bit about the kind of candidates you want to hire, but what are the kind of skills you look for in candidates during your hiring process? What are the kind of skills and qualities that are an absolute requirement to get hired at Blackstone? The qualities and skills we look for, like, first off, you know, we recruit from a broad range of schools, right? Broad range of schools, broad range of countries, including all the top engineering schools in the U.S. Globally, we really want to bring in, right? I I think more than skills, one of the best things you can bring in the door is like, a diversity of viewpoint, right? So we look a lot at when we're hiring about how can we bring in lateral talent, new hire talent that really has like a broad diversity of viewpoints across the board, because that helps you build the best solution. So we really want to like bring together a broad perspective of how to solve problems, right? So problem solvers is really what we look for up front that have diverse backgrounds, right? Beyond that, we value heavily people's ability to work together as a team, right? Not an individual. There's the whole concept in, out there that floats around 
round of like the 10x developer. And most times my personal experience with the 10x developer has been that they actually have a net negative multiplying effect on the teams around them because they cannot work together. Now there's of course the unicorn 10x developer out there that does it really well. But for the most part, what you want is you want a team of people that can actually work together to produce more than the sum of the parts. And so we look for folks that can collaborate. We look for folks that can actually help each other out. And we look for folks that have like, you know, the ability to kind of communicate and understand kind of complex conversations and complex concepts that exist in the financial services world, right? So that's like a huge one. Beyond that, it's like, you know, inquisitive, client-centric, dedicated, transparent, innovative. That's a whole bunch of words all together. If I really, you know, step back and, and sum them up, it's like what I look for once again is somebody that doesn't just stop at good enough. It's somebody that kind of takes the next step. Right. And you can see this, it comes through in interviews. You can see people will either just, especially if you're giving them a coding test, they'll either just kind of write the code or they'll actually take the time to comment some of the lines of code inside of there. Right. You, you can see people very clearly early on that have that extra bit of like, I want to take this further. I want to be better than just average, right? So we look a lot for that. The other thing that shows through in the interview process from the inquisitive perspective is, is how many questions people ask me. Frankly, I find that to be a very interesting like observation. Interviews are never or never should just be one-way conversations. They should always be two-way streets. And the quality of questions you get back typically dictates like the thought process that somebody has. And I've I've found throughout my career at all the companies, you know, we had talked about before that I worked at, some folks that are inquisitive from an interview perspective typically come across as like the better candidates at the end of the day. So beyond that, we use HackerRank's developer skills platform as kind of a first pass interview process to make sure that we're getting folks in the door that are top notch from the very beginning. Right. And so that's something we just want to make sure we tech people out from a skills perspective and see where folks are at. From the core technology side of the fence, right? I mean, it's a broad technology team. It has a diverse kind of flavor to it. Everything, like I said, from managing data centers and, you know, core infrastructure, which is stuff that you get into low-level TCP IP stacks and all sorts of like funky firewall things and network bandwidth issues, which is a very different kind of a mindset than a developer has. You know, and then up the stack to we have a large swath of Python developers where we look for folks that are just top-notch there at data analytics, data transformation, ETL processes, and then down into the C-sharp and .NET world, and then deeply, deeply into the JavaScript world as well. And so those are kind of our three common developer sides of the fence. And then you have a plethora of software as a service platforms out there from Salesforce to the Oracle uh, ledgers that we use, you know, wide spectrum of things there as well. So it's skill set wise to me is so broad inside of the firm. We look for a lot more of like the human elements and we really work on hiring in that space. Fascinating insight, John, particularly the piece that you talked about, what kind of questions candidates ask back to you? Because mm -hmm. like you said, it shows you what their mindset is, what their wavelength is, and what they are trying to get out. So it kind of gives you a good sense of how curious the candidate is, because if he or she is not curious, then I think that's an essential ingredient to being like a really, really strong developer and a technologist. 100% agree. When I found somebody that has like asked me good questions and I leave an interview either being stumped or actually being like, holy cow, that was pretty awesome in terms of the questions they asked me. They were really interrogating me. Those are typically have always been my best hires. You know, I can think of a number of them across the years here that have like wowed me in that aspect. And honestly, it's like, 
you know, a lot of the developer skills and kind of coding skills and paradigms that you need to follow. You can teach people those. You can't teach people the inherent human traits, right? Completely agree. An interview is not supposed to be a one-way street. And, you know, so long as it's a dialogue and you enjoy the conversation, then you know that you're kind of moving to the next level. So with that, let me move to my next question. My next question is, where does HackerRank's developer skills platform really fit into your recruiting process? And what have you been able to achieve with HackerRank? So we started with HackerRank about a year ago as we looked at kind of how do we up-level the recruiting process that we have and bring in higher quality, higher talented, and you know higher hit rate. Folks that come into the firm, they make an impact from like day one, and they also stick around. We leverage HackerRank challenge tests in the first step of our formal interview process, right? The questions and results are discussed during the first round of interviews. So it also makes a conversation for the first round of interview a lot more kind of, there's a topic. It's not just let's get to know each other. It's actually like, here, let's discuss this. And so it gives you some sort of a catalyst to have a good conversation. And I think that's important because it just, it gets stuff off on the right foot and also makes sure that we like, the time spent together is optimized as much as possible, right? Then the results of the HackerRank challenge are reviewed at the end of the interview process to evaluate a candidate's coding ability, right? So we kind of use it as a bookend. It starts the process and then it ends the process, right? And overall, like working with HackerRank has helped to streamline our recruiting process significantly. And, you know, in the, in the time that I've been here, I've seen that it's actually up-leveled the quality of candidates that we're bringing in the door. And so as we go forward and we expect to hire, you know, a good deal more developers, it's like I just see it kind of continuing to grow in importance and being a real kind of linchpin in the process that we have. Awesome. John, what is really important to you from a recruiting standpoint at Blackstone? So from a recruiting standpoint, I would say... I referenced this a little bit before is, you know, to me, one of the most important things is building that team that has very diverse perspectives, right? And that to me, just every good team or great team that I've worked on in the past or great team that I've observed that like, you know, a friend or colleagues had, they've always had that type of a background. Because like, if you're building anything, if you have a perspective of this is the way somebody, like I said before, from the Midwest consumes that this is the way somebody from India would think of it, you actually can build it optimize from day one versus kind of, you know, having to consistently bolt on new things as time goes. So you just get a better solution. So I look for that. It also typically to me, it leads to a better team from like a camaraderie perspective as well. So that's definitely important. During the interview process, you know, we make sure we have a diverse interview panel as well and slates for the hiring manager for each role, right? So we want to make sure that the interview process is actually beneficial to the candidate as much as it is to like ourselves. And so we want to make sure they really see the best of Blackstone. They see kind of like, you know, the diverse talent that we have here and just the talent that we have here in general. So we do a lot in that space. That's important just to bring into the recruitment process as we're bringing somebody on board. Beyond that, you know, we have a whole bunch of things that we do as a firm that I think are attractive for candidates to like come here. So we have the Blackstone Charitable Foundation. We have, you know, our own diversity and inclusion committee with inside of the technology organization, like a career at Blackstone. Part of it is what you execute on for the firm. Another big part of it is, is what you do in your community. And so like, I think a lot of the folks that we have here are very active in the community. We look for people that want to do more than just come in and code, come in and configure networks, come in and rack and stack machines, you know, whatever it is, like build Terraform scripts. I mean, we look for folks that 
they love to do that and that is their passion, but they also like have other passions because like a well-rounded individual, it makes the best possible employee, right? It builds the best possible team. So we look for a lot of that stuff as well. People that want to engage in those types of things that we have inside of the firm. We seek technologists that like not only want to work with top engineers, but are also like super excited to work with professionals in the financial services industry. I equate like what we do is it's like, engineers in general, I think they get kind of boxed in where it's like they can be applied to any problem. And top engineers are not that way, right? Just like you have athletes that play football in the NFL and you have athletes that play baseball, right? They're all top class athletes, but they they like and they love and they have a passion for different games, right? And so that's a lot of what we look for. I personally look for, and I try to instill it in everybody to look for across the team, is don't look for people that just love engineering, right? You have to find people that love engineering and love financial services. Just like a baseball player is a heck of an athlete, but loves to play baseball and therefore hones their skills down that path. That's exactly what we want when we're looking for people that we're going to employ at Blackstone. And so so a lot of times people say, oh, well, you compete with like the Facebooks and the Googles of the world for engineering talent. And that's true if you're just trying to siphon in normal engineering talent. But honestly, like a top engineer that's interested in financial services, they're not going to want to go to Google. There's not really anything interesting there for them, right? They want to come here. They want to go to a Goldman. They want to go to a BlackRock, right? That's really where they want to be. And that's who we compete against. And so part of my goal is, is you know, to obviously make sure from a recruiting standpoint, we're able to attract those people and bring them into the fold here and make sure that they obviously have like the top-notch skill sets. And so I think if you look at like what we do as a firm and you look at like, you know, obviously the recruiting process using HackerRank to actually filter folks in, having a diverse panel of interviewers that the interviewee sees, right? We have a great way to get people kind of into the game. And then the actual Blackstone story and being able to not just be an engineer, but to work on all parts of the firm from the investment process perspective down to like the charitable work that we do in the community, that gives you kind of a full spectrum lifestyle, like, and just a quality of company that I don't think you get anywhere else. I mean, there's a reason I'm here. There's a reason I think a lot of other folks have joined me since I've joined is just because of all of these tick boxes. I really enjoyed listening to that, John, especially the part where you first spoke about team and camaraderie. And the second thing where you brought in the whole sporting analogy, giving examples of baseball and football teams. So, you know, either people are Celtics for life or Lakers for life, or they're the Bulls or they're potentially going for the Clippers. But rarely do fans actually switch. It's such a unique insight that you brought to the table, which talks about it's not just about engineering, but are they domain specialists too? And not just specialists, but do they actually love it? Because that is when their true passion is going to come out. If somebody is an offense guy, you just can't put him in defense. He or she is not really going to thrive. And I think you brought out that point wonderfully well. No, it's correct. And I, I think like that's one thing you know I have seen over time as a lot of companies are like, I just need to hire the best engineers. But the reality is, is like, if you're on a sports team, you wouldn't be like, I just need to hire the best athletes, right? You need to hire the best athletes that are, have honed their skills for executing in the game that you're playing that play together as a team, right? And understand how to work together as a team. There's kind of like a funnel that you follow up. And that's always the way I've thought of recruiting. And so, like I said, that is what I'm trying to do here at Blackstone. It's what the firm is trying to do. And I think there's no better platform for engineers to come and work at. 
Brilliant insights there. What elements of both the people, philosophy and technology acumen is Blackstone focused on to unlock and accelerate innovation? What we're really hyper-focused on is, you know, we're a fast-paced meritocracy. And so I referenced at the very beginning of this interview, you know, one of the things that matters to me most is that I can say honestly to anybody that I'm going to hire, you're going to join the firm and your ability on day one to make an impact to like the bottom line revenue is there. It's up to you to execute, right? So the code you write day one, the system you configure day one, that's going to actually matter to this firm. And so like, to me, like a meritocracy that listens to people across all levels and kind of weights their input and their views and perspectives is critical. That is the Blackstone methodology, honestly, from when Steve Schwarzman founded the firm to now. And it's something that I've always believed in as well. We're like definitively making sure that we have that implemented across the technology organization because it's just important. Once again, it goes back to diversity of thought. If you've worked in a different industry and you've came into the team as a lateral hire, right, you're bringing a perspective that probably nobody else in the team has. And so therefore it's valuable because it's actually an outlier and outliers are where you can sometimes unlock and find optimizations that you didn't think of because you get down a little bit of group think in certain areas, right? So this is where bringing in new talent, new people with new perspectives is I think critical in an organization. Same thing with like, you know, college new hires, interns as they come in with brand new thought processes and, you know, sometimes aggressive thought processes of what they can do differently and, you know, how they want to change the world. And that's awesome. That's exactly what you want. So being able to have a meritocracy that actually listens to all of those viewpoints, distills them down, and then most importantly, takes action, doesn't just listen to the viewpoints and let stuff go, but like takes action on the viewpoint that's agreed upon. That's a big thing to me. The other big thing is really unlocking like, you know, just being more agile than, you know, what a lot of the financial services institutions are out there. So being able to pivot and actually deliver on like an incremental basis, right? A two-week basis, monthly basis, whatever it is, back to the firm and back to our clients, the investment professionals, back to ourselves, progress. And so that to me is something that, you know, we're working on. Um, I think we've come a long way in really setting ourselves up to be a truly agile shop. And, you know, that's something that somebody that's coming here can expect to see. And that I think as we continue to evolve the process, we're going to unlock more and more kind of innovation because really innovation is just the velocity of change. That's to me what we need to do more of. We need to make more changes, implement more kind of intelligence and learning into our systems, and that'll actually move the firm forward faster. And so that ultimately becomes the innovation that you see. Awesome. So meritocracy and being more agile, these are the two key levers you look at to unlock and accelerate innovation. That is correct. Awesome. So this has been brilliant. Thanks a lot, John, for making time for our conversation today. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Adil Bandukwala, your host today at HackerRank Radio with John Stecker, Senior Managing Director and the Chief Technology Officer at Blackstone, who took some time off to really talk to us about scaling developer hiring to create positive economic impact and long-term value at Blackstone. John, fascinating insights. Loved recording this with you. Very, very eager and stoked to take this live. Awesome. Thank you very much for the time. I appreciate the effort today and being able to talk with you. It's been great. You've been listening to HackerRank Radio. 
the podcast dedicated to discussing the challenges and the opportunities in building and developing world-class engineering teams. Brought to you by HackerLive, the developer skills company.